Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I will destroy them all. Hello, and welcome to The Coordinate, an Attack on Titan podcast. I'm Tyler, and today I'll be talking about episode 86 of Attack on Titan, Retrospective. An episode title that at first I was like, what is this in reference to? And then I was like, oh, wait, yeah, it's uh, the guys at the end who die. And, you know, they're looking back. And especially Theo McGath is like, I did some bad things, didn't I? And Keith is like, yeah, but you realize that. And, you know, I'm proud of you. By the way, my name's Keith. Um, Yeah, so uh, that's the end of the episode where they explode and die. Uh, let's, let's go back to the beginning where they're... We're they're both both alive. Um, we see one of them at least. <laughs> um, so yeah, we open up with uh, the end of last uh, episode with Connie uh, killing those uh, two guys uh, who are, are people with names, and they're they're not that important. I had to look this up because they're very minor characters, and there's just there's a lot of minor characters in the show, and you can't remember them all. But uh, Daz was in the first season. That's like the last time we see him. He was in the Battle of the Trost District. Um, yep. And then uh, Samuel, I believe, was in the first, maybe the second season. Uh, there's like a flashback where Historia and Ymir save a guy in the snow. And, and yeah, that's that guy. So yeah, super minor characters. It would have been kind of cool if they built them up a little this season. Like maybe in part one, uh, we see them invading. What's that place called? Liberia? Yeah, we see them invading there. And like, you know, they're like celebrating or something. And it's like, yeah, we're going to have good times and stuff. And then they don't have good times and stuff because they die. Because Connie kills them. But, you know, 
got to do what you got to do. But yeah, so we start out with that, and then, you know, you're a little bit like, oh, it's just, you know, anime thing repeating the same scene. But then it does something cool, and we get, like, uh, like a perspective change, and we flash, like, speed over to um, Annie and Reiner, and they're doing their fight, and it's it's really cool. Like, their titans look great. There's, like, only one scene where I'm like, oh, this titan CGI is maybe not the greatest, where we see Reiner, like, uh, punch through a building, and we see mostly his face, and doesn't quite perfectly blend with uh, the rest of the scene, but otherwise, this episode looks fantastic. All the Titan stuff, um, all of the ODM maneuvering, like this is probably, probably the best ODM maneuvering we've seen in season four, I think. Uh, at least I, I was really impressed with it. There was a lot of cool things happening, and yeah, the choreography in this episode was amazing. Uh, so so action heavy. What to talk about first? Um, all I really want to do is talk about Mikasa because she just straight up butchered people. That was ridiculous. But um, I guess uh, let's talk about the plot stuff. So we've got Magath and Hanji are talking to the uh, the people with the airship. I forgot those people's name. But uh, she's talking to them about getting the the airship running, but there's a problem. It's going to take like a full day for them to like service it. Uh, But there's another plan, which is, hey, they could take the ship to this place um, on the mainland called Odaha. And they take it there. And if they take it there, it's only going to take half a day to get flying. So, you know, that's an improvement. And they can't really surface it there because there's obviously they're in enemy territory. So, yeah, it'd be a hazard. So that's their plan. They're going to drag it behind a boat and they're going to take it to that place. And that place is not going to get trampled. But unfortunately, uh, for some of our characters, all of Marley will be trampled by the time they get the ship flying. So, sorry, Annie. So anyways, the action bits. Okay, so there's so much happening. We've got Reiner and annie you know holding their own getting a little bit destroyed by getting pretty much destroyed by the uh i guess they're the survey corpse the 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 jaegerist they're getting destroyed by the jaegerist who apparently now have like an infinite supply of thunder spears which is fine i mean they knew a war was coming they ramped up production but yeah it is kind of funny to see like how many thunder spears they have just because you know back in season three they seem to be a rarity i think there was like one part where they're fighting reiner's attack uh, armor titan and they only had like one or two left and so that was like a thing they needed to conserve them but I, I guess annie is really at a disadvantage here because thunder spears were not a thing the last time she was fighting uh, the Survey Corps and, you know, people in ODM gear, which is already a challenge for these Titans. So they are trying to protect the people that are trying to get the ship running uh, so they, they don't get killed and they can get the ship running. Uh, but they're, they're like, their head's coming off. Like Annie's head literally falls off and she's like, I can't see a thing. And uh, yeah, before that, Reiner like jumped in front of some Thunder Spears and just took them all to the face for her. So he's probably not doing too great, too. But then uh, Connie comes to the rescue and like does some cool stuff. But then Falco's over in the corner and Falco's like, I've got these, you know, jaw titan powers, presumably. I really need to get in there and help. But then Peek is like, no, you, you can't do that because like the first time everyone transforms, 
it does not go well, uh, which I, I guess is most often the case. But the first time Aaron transformed, I think he was fine mostly. And then uh, I, I know they said that uh, Berthold, the first time he transformed, you know, it, it was fine. But often, I guess it does not go well for, you know, they lose control or whatever, because that's what happens to poor little Falco. But yeah, so uh, Falco breaks away from Peak. Uh, Peak is trying to get uh, Gabby and who else is with them? All I remember is Gabby. <laughs> but she's trying to get them back to the ship. There are other people with them. Uh, Levi's probably there. Hmm. I'm tempted to go look, but I'm not. I don't think it's that important. Uh, anyways. Falco like founds like an old rusty nail or something and starts digging into his hand to you know do cause the damage that needs to be done for them to transform he could have just bit himself I guess I don't know which one's easier I've always I don't know if you've you've probably watching the show and seeing it done by so many characters or just so many times by Aaron you've like tried to bite yourself like you cannot mentally I cannot mentally make myself bite my own hand hard enough to make it bleed <laughs> i think you have to be a certain type of insane to do that but also i don't think it would be any easier to dig into my hand with a nail but anyways so falco does that he transforms and he looks awesome i i didn't care for his jaw titans appearance in the manga it kind of looked like this like weird shriveled old man but yeah it translated to the anime way better and so, yeah, let's talk about his falcon. Uh, his falcon. <laughs> well, let's talk about Falco's Titan. Uh, his Titan is kind of bird-like. He's got, like, talons. He's got a beak. The beak looks really cool. I like how you can see the Titan's face underneath. Like, presumably, Porco and um, Marco. Is that his brother? I get Marco and Marcel confused. Anyways, Porco's brother. Presumably, they have, like, a normal Titan face underneath all of the, the hardening stuff, the hardened jaw. But, yeah, it's cool that you see Falco's. And so he's got, like, maybe fur on part of his body. But it could also, maybe it's meant to be, like, um, have you ever seen, like, a baby bird? They have, like, the weird, soft, kind of fur-looking feathers. I don't know if it's supposed to be that, because, you know, he's got talons, he's got a beak. He's kind of bird-like. Um, but yeah, so we see Falco, you know, wreck making some havoc there for a little bit, which helps out with Annie and Reiner, but eventually he, he you know they take care of all the enemies and he does not stop and he goes after peak and um i think magath is the one who cuts him out i think i can't remember i think that's what happens but yeah so all of that's happening and then there's also there's reinforcements of jaeger is coming in and then it mysteriously blows up because they're all like oh no if these reinforcements get here we're screwed and then who, who blows it up we don't know at that time um and then meanwhile mikasa is just oh my god mikasa oh she kills so many people and it's so gory and it's like really awesome but then at the same time at the very end of the episode we had the message of like you know we're tired of doing all this killing like and and at the start we have like uh connie killing his friends so like it carries this like weight uh it, it's interesting because like you're like you know really rooting for mikasa and you're like this is awesome like the things she's doing but then at the same time you feel the weight of how it must be I don't, emotionally draining i've never killed a person i'll be the first to admit that and I, I can't imagine it feels good even if in the anime it looks cool you know because uh, at one point uh, mikasa like kills like three people and then she like has to wipe the blood out of her eyes 
and uh, her and uh, John, who was there with a gun shooting people, uh, you know, they have an exchange about how if they hesitate, they die, which is a callback to, I believe, season three, uh, when they first, uh, in the Uprising arc, when um, Levi's trying to tell them, uh, you know, they've got to kill people now because, you know, that's who their enemy is at the time they're fighting the government. And if they hesitate, they die. So, yeah, let's call back to that. It's a nice callback. But, um, yeah, so Mikasa wipes blood over her eyes. It looks really cool. And then after that, she, like, uses her ODM gear to drag, like, wrap two people around each other and, like, pull them together and, like, swings them and hits some people. And then she stabs through both of them. And then she pulls the pins on their thunder spears, walks away. There's an explosion and it literally rains blood. And it's the most badass metal thing I think I've seen in Attack on Titan. But then, like I said, like you've got this whole message of how like killing is bad and they don't want to kill anymore. But then they make the killing look so cool. And then you're conflicted and you're like, do I want them to kill people? Do I not want Mikasa to kill people? Because it looks cool, but it probably makes her feel bad. Uh, there's this one scene where after Mikasa kills a bunch of people... We just see all the Jaegerists like running away in fear. And it's obvious that they're way more scared of Mikasa than they are of either of the Titans. And yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I guess they've come such a long ways with uh, Titan fighting gear that like it's kind of like second nature to them to fight Titans. But then it comes to people and Mikasa is like in a league of her own. I guess there's she's in a league with Levi, but... Levi's not in that league anymore because he's missing some fingers and he's otherwise injured. <laughs> but yeah, is Mikasa the real monster? Maybe. Um, yeah. Um, what else happens in this episode? I feel like I'm forgetting something I wanted to talk about. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Oh yeah, uh, Flock is in this episode, and there's this one point where he's like holding his gun. He's got one gun. He's got two guns, but he's got one held normal way and one held like sideways, like in like 
gangster movies. I don't know if like anyone in a gang actually holds a gun like that or it's just like a movie thing. But yeah, so that's good for him. Uh, there's this one part that was really cool where we see like everyone like freeze in slow motion, kind of like we did back in the episode where Aaron's head got shot off. I thought that was a cool scene. And one of the coolest people in that moment we have uh, peak is like her Titans, like walking away from an explosion, which is nice. Mikasa is like stabbing some people and like this one guy's like hands touching her face. And then we get, um, uh, we get flock realizes their plan that they're trying to take this ship away. So he's like, all I got to do is blow up this ship, like put a hole in the side of it. And then boom, I am the savior of Eldia. So he tries to do that. Everyone tries to kill him. Everyone misses, except for Gabby, who shoots him in like the shoulder or something. And he just, he, he it makes him miss. He just like barely misses the ship and he falls into the ocean and dies because Gabby just kills everyone. Um, I, I know people hate Gabby. But I, it's a, it's a consistent thing that she is amazing at shooting. So you know, I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, Jean shot some people that were flying just as crazily. So yeah, I, John. I know his name's John. I call him Jean all the time. Damn it, I cannot. Mm. It's, it's hard to fix that <laughs> when you like read it wrong for years. Um, but yeah, so that's most of the episode. Uh, everyone gets on the ship, almost everyone, and they're floating away. Um, Megath decided to stay back because you know more people are going to come and in particular there is a captured Marleyan ship that's faster than the ship they have that is going to catch up to them and destroy them unless someone takes it out and that's on him so he's planning to go on the ship blow it up and he's going to be taken out with it and then Keith shows up and we learn that hey Keith is the one who blew up all the reinforcements which is pretty dope um i guess he killed a lot of people which is bad this episode tells us that killing people is bad but also that killing people is cool so um yeah don't kill people but yeah don't kill people that's the moral anyways so uh keith and uh magath they like get together they have a chit chat um you know they don't know each other at all but they're also they're like the old generation which i think is why it's important that they die it's because like you know like their generation is dying out it's like they're kind of the last of themselves because all of um marley's about to be flattened the entire military got destroyed except for keith i think like you know uh keith's like the, the highest ranking person at that point probably but yeah they they talk and magath talks about how he realized like despite his like moral objection to it how he allowed these kids to be child soldiers and then he you know made them destroy the wall and he realized that if they could just live happy normal lives like that would like make him happy and that would be like you know make the world for him so that's why he decided to stay behind and take out the ship and uh keith is you know patting him on the back and maggot's like don't do that he's not physically doing it but um yeah and Keith is just like, I'm, I'm very proud of you for realizing this. And it's a very touching moment. And I guess that's where the whole title of the episode comes from, Retrospective, because it's Magath being looking back on his life and realizing that he made a lot of mistakes, but maybe he can make up for some of them in this moment. And so, yeah, they, they blow up the ship and they both die. And it's sad. But also kind of cool because it was an explosion. And then I think that's it until the credits and i I think 
I think after the credits is when we get this, but that doesn't really matter. Why I don't know why I'm focusing on it so much. But um, yeah, then we get a scene with Annie talking to everyone, but in particular, she's talking to Mikasa about, you know, asking if she now is able to kill Aaron. And Mikasa doesn't answer, but Annie's just like, I... I'm done with killing like I've you know my dad's probably dead because Marley's getting flattened and that was my whole reason for fighting in the first place and I'm just I'm over it just I just need to know that if I try and kill Aaron that you're not going to try and fight me like we're not going to get into this fight we just need to agree in the beginning that this is what we're going to do if we have to and yeah I thought it was uh, interesting that she mentions, you know, she doesn't want to kill Mikasa. She doesn't want to kill anyone. She doesn't even want to kill Aaron. Um, yeah, I thought that was very interesting. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's because all of her motivation is gone, or so she thinks. But yeah, so in this episode that glorifies killing and how cool it looks, the moral is killing is bad and they don't want to do it because it makes them feel bad. Yeah, I, I thought this was an amazing episode. Like overall, the season has just been so consistently great. Uh, like the pacing has been amazing. Like we've had like one or two slow episodes, but like they were needfully slow, and uh, you know they like it. It made them better for you know like going from like all the action. Like you need to slow down sometimes, and like they were cool character moments. And this episode was just it was great. I would love to know what you guys think about Falco's Titan. I think it's a really cool design. Um, if you're in our Discord, I posted a picture of what it looked like in the manga, and I, I it looks so much better in the anime. It looks really weird in the manga, at least in that one shot, and that's like the first shot you see it. So I think that's the one that like got burned into my mind. Uh, we I don't think we have anything in the ball bag this week. Uh, we did get a question in the Discord asking. I believe, like, if I thought that, uh, you know, this is the second to last episode of part two of the final season. So if I thought there was going to be a movie uh, to end the series, and I'm kind of leaning that way. There was a, there's like a chapter that they skipped in the anime uh, that was like a flashback. And I think that would be a good place to start a movie. So that's kind of why I'm leaning towards thinking they're doing a movie. But they could easily just... uh you know, it would be a good place to start another part of the season just because it kind of brings you back into everything with that flashback. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll find out maybe next week. Uh, so next week, there's not an episode of Attack on Titan. There's uh, some kind of anime thing. I don't really know, but uh, people are expecting there to be an, an announcement about how Attack on Titan is going to end. Is it going to be part three a year from now a movie two years from now please please don't let it be that long don't let it be that far away um you know at most there would be like five or six episodes left unless they added a lot of extra content which honestly if they're going to take a year to do i would be cool with that because uh the only problems no i gotta say that <laughs> the uh the main issue i had and a lot of people had with the last couple of chapters is that they seemed a bit rushed like some things could have been fleshed out a little better and it would have not only made more sense but been more satisfying i'm not gonna say the ending wasn't satisfying I'm not gonna say it was good I'm not gonna say it was bad um because i don't want you to know that i don't want you to have expectations of anything i want you to go into the ending 
just expecting to have an ending that that's about it um but yeah so we'll see i i really hope we get the ending sooner rather than later like obviously i would want it to be like the best quality all that but i i really want to talk about the ending to anyone <laughs> i i don't know anyone personally who has finished uh who has who's read the manga so yeah i just i want to be able to talk about the ending and actually be able to say if i thought it was good bad or whatever um but yeah that is it for the week uh next week there's not an episode of attack on titan like i said but uh me and bill are going to watch the first three episodes of jujitsu kazan i think that's the name of the anime uh we know nothing about it uh but we're gonna watch the first three episodes which is supposed to be an arc and we're we're gonna record an episode together and talk about it and then we'll be back with the final episode of part two after that so you can follow us on Twitter at CoordinatePod. You can email us at CoordinatePod at gmail.com. You can join our Discord at probablywork.com slash Discord. And you can just chat with us there and that'd be cool. Let us know what you think about Falco's Titan. Let us know how you'd like to see the series end. Let us know if your mom's single. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, until next time, don't get eaten. But really, is is your mom seeing anyone? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park